0: This is a place, this is a place, this is a place, we want to talk about, this is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This is a Place podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is a guy who just threw away
1: his old gaming console, Brandon. You know, there was nothing really wrong with my Xbox. It was just time for a Switch. Do you have a favorite gaming console, Nate?
0: Do I have a favorite, like, out of all of them, all time?
1: Sure. Or right now, all time, whenever.
0: I don't really play video games much anymore, so I can't really say which one's the best one right now. Although I do like the Switch. If I were to pick one, I'd probably say the Switch, but um, I would say, like, the Super Nintendo is probably the one that I played the most out of all the consoles. It had the perfect amount of buttons, easy to use, good games, games that you didn't really have to play for hours and hours. You could sit down and play a game and be done in, like, 20 minutes. Like, be
1: done completely with favorite. the game or... You just wish. yeah, like yeah, either like a sport
0: game or like I mean, I don't know. Maybe like the old Mario Brothers didn't take that long, but I feel like games nowadays, you could spend, you could have like a full time job just playing it forty hours a week, and uh, it would take you like a month or so to. What do they even call it now? Do you even beat the game, conquer the
1: game, or do you ever really conquer the game anymore? Well, I do have a story for you. Good. Um, I do have a switch, as you mentioned, and yeah, I've had it for a little over a year now, and I don't play a ton. I really don't play a ton of games anymore. There's not a lot of time for it, but I got a Zelda game for Christmas. Have you played any of the Zelda games before?
0: I really only played the very first one back on the eight bit. Okay.
1: So I got... It's an older game at this point. It's the newest Zelda game, but it came out in 2017, but I'd never played it. And so I got that for Christmas for my brother, and I started playing it, and this game... It's really something else. I think... Well, I'd say that you'd like it, but you saying that you don't like the long games, you probably wouldn't like it, because I racked up at least 50 hours on it. But... It's pretty incredible. A little more open world, you can kind of pick your own journey and do things in the order you want, which is cool. And I got to a point in the game where I'd beaten two bosses, basically, and I wanted to take a break and collect some items and do other side quests. So I was doing that. And in in that time, in between that time, one of the side quests led me to where the main boss is. And I didn't anticipate fighting the main boss, but I accidentally confronted it and ended up beating the game prematurely. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? I mean, it's it's cool that you can do that in the game, but I also was kind of sad. Because once you beat the boss, it's what do you do now? You know? I had so many more tasks to do, so much more undiscovered, but I beat the boss, so it kind of defeated the purpose of continuing to play the game.
0: Yeah, I don't really I don't I don't even remember the original Zelda, like how you beat it. Actually, no, I did play the second one too. Is it Link or something like that? On the NES? I think we're playing that one too. Yeah. Um that one I probably played more than the original Zelda because that one played more like Mario Brothers or something like that, where you if I remember correctly, go through each stage or board or whatever you call it and
1: try to beat it.
0: Yeah. I don't like those adventure games. I don't even really, I don't even like the first shooter type stuff
1: either. Really? Like I try it the over Sports and over games you? Or yeah, for you? Yeah. Mostly like sports games
0: or I like the, uh, we were just talking earlier, Mortal Kombat type stuff, Street Fighter. I like those ones. Um Double Dragon was one of my favorites. Um Yeah, never really got into the first shooter. I mean, I remember when Golden Knight came out. I feel like we talked about, about this before in the podcast, but Golden Knight came out, everybody was into it. The amazing graphics and all that good stuff. Um, but I could just never really really get into it. And now those games make billions of dollars. Like, you know, the what's Call the of Call of Duty and All those type of first shooter games, Halo, I've never even played Halo. I don't even really know what Halo's about.
1: We should play some games sometimes. you and know, I have never played games together
0: we, we did should. we we played uh did we play hockey once at your house?
1: Oh, we did, and I think you beat me,
0: yeah.
1: it was your first time ever playing well you played it before, right?,
0: mm, well, no. <laughs> unless you can't I mean they used to play the hockey game on the GameCube I think it was that's how long it's been since I've played like a hockey type game
1: well I think we should do some first person shooters or something like that might be fun yeah I remember
0: my. I went over to my friend's house when it was the Playstation 4 came out so it's been a while too Um, I think he sold us his Playstation 3 no no Back up. He sold this his old PlayStation 4 because he bought like the PlayStation 4 Pro uh-huh. or something like that it had better graphic card. I don't know. So I went to his house to pick it up, and he was playing the Star Wars game, kind of first shooter game. Mm. And he asked me if I wanted to play. And I'm like, sure. Um, yeah, he beat me like killed me a hundred times to my killing him three times, something like that. Like I was no good at it. So, I just don't. I just don't play video games like I used to. Um, my son is on their junior high team for esports. They call it electronic. They have a sports. junior high team. Uh huh. Wow. They have junior high. They have high school teams, and they all like compete together. It's like you don't just compete against high school. So I went to one of his. Well, the first tournament he's did, and the only one he's done so far. <laughs> Um, at the University of Utah a few months ago Um, and he's on the Super Smash Brothers team that game I don't understand because it looks like it could be Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat style that that fighting type game but it looks a little bit more complicated and it looks like more you're smashing buttons rather than fighting
1: Hmm.
0: and I don't know
1: like doing combos and stuff like that
0: Yeah, so I I need to play it with my son and see if I can figure it out so I can help him practice, you know.
1: I'll play with him. I'm terrible at it, but I do have the game, so. Okay. or You can come practice with me and get really good and then pretend that you're playing your son for your first time ever, then you'll be amazing.
0: There you go. Yeah. Yeah, they have that team. I think one's called Rocket League. Rocket League. Okay, yeah. And then there's uh, the Mario Kart. And I I could probably get into the Mario Kart one because I could figure that one out really quick, the newer ones. Yeah, that's a good one. But, but they even have professional electronic sports teams or whatever you want to call it, electronic gaming teams. There was a company there that was not really kind of just, I don't know if they were recruiting or anything like that, but just brought in some swag and advertising stuff. And he says as a kid, I think he's 14 years old. And they found him just because they saw him on the leaderboards of Rocket League. And they put him on the team. And he's making, as a 14-year-old, like six figures a year plus playing Rocket League and tournaments and sponsors and all that stuff. So who knew that video games could actually end up helping you make money, especially as a kid? That's insane. Yeah. So. And then the whole league thing too that they started—it's just—it's kind of cool because I think it gives kids a chance to that maybe aren't really physically athletic but are good at video games. Gives them something to to feel part of a team, right? Yeah, that's so, cool. It is pretty cool, but video games.
1: Video games. So well, I mean, we just had a birthday. Games. I just had a birthday. So people. Should not for your birthday get you video games. Could you not be impressed? Um, no,
0: no, (laughs) probably not. Unless she got me like old school stuff, then maybe.
1: But you have all that.
0: Yeah, but I like going like you know when I have my birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. I like stuff like that, like those type of arcade games, Um, the big arcade games where you you can win tickets, win prizes. Um.
1: Well, you say Chuck E. Cheese, I mean, that's a good place, but you know another good place to have your birthday. Yeah, because there's not many Chuck E. Cheeses around anymore. There's not many. I think we've got one in Utah left. That I know So I think we probably should do an episode there one of these days, but for now, we're talking about one that is still around. Kind of new, actually. Fairly new. Fairly new to us. The Rush Funplex.
0: In, well... Jordan Landing and they have one in is it Roy or Syracuse? Yeah
1: somewhere up north I remember seeing it off the freeway Syracuse, Orem West Jordan and Kansas City Missouri for some reason
0: (laughs) That's the way it always is here in Utah right? They have like these entertainment venues and then there's just one random one outside of Utah in some weird not weird location but
1: Just a random location. location. Random.
0: That's the word I'm looking for. Um, But I think the one in Syracuse opened up first. and It's been there for a long time. Yeah. But the one in Orem and West Jordan are fairly new, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But today we're just kind of focusing on the one in West Jordan, obviously,
1: because... That's the one we've been to. That's
0: the one we've been to. It's close to us.
1: Near and dear to our houses. Yes. Hearts, not yet, but... You know, maybe eventually. So you've been there one time before, right? We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about
0: starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. I've technically been there twice. We went there, the first time we went was my wife's work did their company party there this last fall, which was a ton of fun. Um, But they gave us um, some arcade cards for each of us, and we didn't have time to use them, so we went back later and did those. So we've done most of the activities there and played the arcade games on a separate trip. And you've been there, right?
1: Yeah, I've actually only been there one time before. We've had so the, the West Jordan one opened, I think, in November of 2021. And I'm remembering this now as I look back because I reached out to them at the very beginning and said, Hey, let's do a podcast. They said, Cool, let's do it. And I never heard from them again. So that stinks. You're,
0: well, you were specific on dates, so maybe they're still planning on it.
1: Maybe yeah, I should have should have reached out, maybe before the episode. But here we are. But I went there for a bachelor party. My brother got married. We went there. And it uh it's a pretty good time. I I tried to look into the details of the rush Funplex. There's little to no information about where it came from, how long it's been around or the history of the, it. History
0: of it, but Let's we'll just make something up. We'll make our own Wikipedia.
1: Okay. I'm just kidding. But it's it's a pretty good a pretty good venue, I think. My assessment of it from the one time I've been is I don't it's not terribly expensive. You can do just about everything with one of their couple hour passes and as long as the it's not too busy you can do most of what you want and they've got a pretty good selection
0: yeah i was kind of um surprised when they started building it i'm like there's for all the stuff they're advertising they're gonna have it seems like a pretty small venue pretty small building for it but it works i think it, it ends up working um Um, I mean, I'm even surprised. Like when they said go karts, like how are they going to do go karts in there?
1: Even when I was in there for the first time, I'm thinking, where are the go karts? Because I looked at the very, again here at the Jordan Landing location, the bottom floor, you've got a rock wall, not not a rock wall, kind of. Is it a rock wall?
0: Yeah, yeah. They kind of like a climbing wall, foam climbing wall with
1: a foam pit thing. They've got games, and then. Kind of when you first walk in, you see this little track with these some kind of cars. And I thought that was the go-karts. Oh, and like I these was...
0: bumper, those circular bumper car thingies?
1: Yeah. yeah. I was what? really disappointed if that was what it was going to be. And so they actually have the go-karts on the top floor. And it occupies almost the whole top floor. And it's a pretty good space for them. Uh, my one... Gripe about the whole experience was you know, we bought the pass, and half the time we ended up just being in the go kart section, mostly waiting because that place gets pretty clogged up. Everyone wants to do go karts, so you tend to wait in a line, but it was pretty good. They're very, 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 very picky about the bumping. Which I know all gold kart places are very anti-bumping, but they really let you know they don't want you to bump there in so much that they'll stop the whole thing and warn everybody, they'll kick you out <laughs> over and over and over again. And they, like, stop your cars and <laughs> it, it's a little awkward.
0: <laughs> yeah, I <I'm>, remember. <laughs> I don't know why. I totally forgot about that. but So, we went for my wife's company party and they had I me mean, kind of back up a little bit they had a conference room upstairs with the go-karts right not a conference yeah. room a big room big almost
1: Party almost room. looks
0: like a, a work uh like a large work complex cafeteria type thing right right um so they had pizza for us which the pizza was actually pretty pretty good um but anyway on a so, scale of
1: 7 to DiGiorno oh much better than
0: DiGiorno <laughs> much better than DiGiorno <laughs> like the genre doesn't taste anything like (laughs) delicious anyways um so my kids were really excited to try out the go-karts and um anyway so they 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 ran in there after they ate and and did the go-karts and um i was a little nervous my son bronco really wants to be a race car driver and I took him to Lagoon a while back and he had a really hard time like just not driving into walls. Yeah. So I was a little nervous then because they, you know, both the, the kids, the other kids wanted to drive their own cart. So I, they, I said, well, let me know when you're close to getting in the line. And I'm telling you a long story needs to be. And I'll come in and ride with Bronco. Mm-hmm. So after I ate, I ran in there cause they're getting close and getting in line and I was riding with Bronco and he accidentally like bumped into somebody. He drove really well um this time he figured it out but he accidentally bumped into somebody and like you said they like shut the whole thing down and the lady like gets on the thing he's like all right no bumping so what do you guys think we can do to be better like <laughs> like are, are we having like a conversation <laughs> while we're driving um it was just, like you just said, it was really awkward. I'm like, oh, it was totally in, unintentional. Like, he didn't mean to. Like, it's not like he was around there just, like, bumping, trying right. to drive everybody into the, the rails or something like that. But it was just, like you said, very awkward yet funny at the same time. But the cool factor of the go-karts is is that they're all electronic. Yeah. Like, they're, they're all Teslas. <laughs> and uh, so they can flip a switch. So you're not going to
1: die from exhaust up in the enclosed space. Right.
0: Yeah, which, that's that's a good point and think about that. Um, but they can just flip a switch and turn off the machines. Good and bad. That's just good and bad. Or or and they can also in a way kind of control the speed that you can go. So it is mm-hmm. um all the carts are pretty equal, I thought, on their speed. So it's not really easy to pass anybody, if all I right. remember correctly. But I just remember that awkward moment of the person like stopping us and like, What what can we do to be better? I'm like are we seriously going to have a
1: conversation about this? Can't you just say, hey, no bumping. <laughs> but, right. a, a, a reminder will be enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I felt like when we were doing it, we sat there and watched in the line. And I wonder how much of it is a teen has a little bit of power, so they're going to enjoy that and exploit it. And how much is they've really forced it in their heads and stress the importance of them regulating it. But I saw this girl... She would, and I think this is part of why it took so long to get to the go karts, was because she didn't even get around to setting up the cars to be ready for the next round because she was so busy running back and forth and turning the stuff off every time somebody would bump. So she would, anytime it happened, the intercom or whatever would come on, say, don't bump, and she'd run across the whole thing, turn it off, and just get so mad about people bumping. So, anyways, that's my only complaint about the bumper uh, <laughs> bumper carts. Bumper cars. <laughs> the go-karts is they care a little too much about the bumping. And it it's so much that I might not even try to do it next time I go.
0: Well, yeah, it is gets kind of because you're going, then they stop, and you get going for another minute, and then they stop. It's right. It's like, come on, just let us just let us go. I mean, if somebody's out of control and you can tell her purposely. by all means then take control. But I mean, a little bump here and there. Come on.
1: Yeah. Like you said, there's no way to really pass somebody. You might have to bump a little bit to to do it.
0: That's what race car driving is all about.
1: Yeah. Aside from that, I mean, they've got mini golf, which is, hmm, it's kind of meh. Yeah. I could have built the course. Yeah.
0: And it's in a really small. Yeah. It's,
1: but it's it's still mini golf, you know. It's a good time. It's mini
0: golf. There's not really a whole lot of amazing mini golf courses, anyways, out there. So
1: right, we don't have the fun dome anymore. Right. Um, laser tag was a good time. Yeah, laser tag's fun. And the bowling, I thought the bowling was pretty good. It's it's a little weird how they do it because they've got all the pins on strings, mm-hmm. which might impact the game a little bit. I think, but mm-hmm. it's it's different. And it's, I don't think it's like a, it's a not necessarily a bad thing.
0: Yeah. Like if you are into bowling and you're a good bowler.
1: Don't go to the restaurant flex to bowl.
0: Yeah. That's not a place you want to go to go practice your, your bowling. Um, But it did remind me, that's the way in Uruguay, that's the bowling alleys I went to. That's how they had them was on strings like that. So uh, it's different. But it's bowling. You get, and I think it's more either for you to take your kids to type situation right. or you're just going with a bunch of friends to hang out. But like I said, if you're really wanting to go bowling, go to a better bowling alley. Or even uh, All-Star does pretty well with their bowling alley, I think. But even then, I don't think that's a high-end place for – I'm sure, like me and my pickleball, that there's bowlers out there that have their preference on places they would go to actually bowl.
1: Who takes better care of their balls and their and greasing, greasing their, their lanes. lanes and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, then they also have games there. I didn't play any of the games, but
0: well, here's kind of my my one little complaint about the games. Yeah. So you put your uh, $5, whatever, onto a gaming card. And I think they have credits, like most arcades have now. But the problem is that it's nearly impossible to get down to zero credits just because of the the way the games are. Um, So at the end of the day, and I think it's kind of by design. So at the end of the day, you still have a credit or two on your card. And there's no games that you can play. So you either have to like go, huh? I guess I just don't use those credits or you have to go load more, more money onto it. So it's like a vicious cycle of trying to get kind mm-hmm. of zero credits. Um, so if you throw your card away, then they're like, oh, great. We just made money for credits that weren't used or you put more money on it and then you spend more money. So I think that's kind of a sneaky, sneaky thing to do. Where if you go to like Nickelcade, right? There's always a game if you have, like, they have to do the same thing now, right? They have the cards with the credits. Right. But there's always a game out there you can play for, like, one credit at Nickelcade. There's not okay. that case at Rush. So that's kind of, that was kind of frustrating, was just trying, to, you know, all the kids at the end of the, the night still had one or two credits. And they wouldn't let us combine them onto one card so they could like pull up their credits to play one more game together or something but that's frustrating so now we've got like three cards with like two to three credits on it each that can't play any games with yeah name sauce so that's my complaints
1: i'll have to try them out the the cards the games next time
0: but if i remember correctly compared like if you're going to go there just to play arcade games sorry rush complex but it's a better deal just to
1: go to nickel Mania. Because they were pretty expensive, (laughs) if I remember. Yeah, five bucks for 20 credits, 10 for 40. And I mean, that's just the prices. That's not saying how much the each individual game will cost. Yeah, I can't remember. I just remember they were pretty, I mean if you go to Mania
0: or Nickel Arcade for 10 bucks, you can play for a couple hours. I feel like the rush, we were done, like less than 30 minutes. Right if not even quicker than that. But I mean, it's cool. The fact that you do have, you know, you don't get the go kart or the miniature golf or those bumper cart thingies at uh, the Nickelcade.
1: Yeah, I think the thing, the best thing about it is probably for my wife, anytime they're building something around our house, I'm not asking if they're building an amusement park. Because we've got one now.
0: Uh, what can I do? What can I do?
1: It's it's not the hugest space. It's a good, good, decent sized space over by the Cinemark. For for what they have, I think I think it's a pretty good time. And you and I have to. We probably should have checked it out for this episode. But we have to go there and, and have a good time ourselves.
0: We should have a belated birthday party.
1: Yes, that. both of us celebrate our birthday parties a little late.
0: Well, maybe like, isn't our uh our birthday, the
1: podcast birthday coming up in a few months? Oh, there you go. Never got podcast Never birthday. Not bad. But check so them out. Want... They've always got some kind of deal going on. They've got weekday specials, unlimited activity passes you can do, all sorts of options. You even can get a like a annual pass, some kind of equivalent, so oh really? Back, yeah, I Yeah, we see them selling those around Black Friday, so there's a bunch of things you can do to get a good deal and have a good time.
0: Hmm. I don't know if I want an annual pass to the <laughs> complex. you <laughs> get bored pretty quick, agreed.
1: But if they going had a skating a, rink or something, there? then maybe a skating rink, yeah, that'd be pretty cool.
0: Which I think the one up in Syracuse, they used to have an outdoors, indoor, out it's a it's indoor swimming pool, is what they used to have a building next door. And I believe they took it down and put a skating rink in, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, but that's the rumor I heard.
1: Maybe we should go so, check out the OG, see how it compares. Well,
0: yeah, the OG, I think, has batting cage, it looks a lot bigger
1: than the one Jordan
0: Landing, but the Jordan Landing will have to do.
1: Yeah, it's impressive they did that with just this parking lot space that they used up. Yeah. So good job. Good job, Rush. So, uh, yeah, go on and rush rush on over.
0: Rush on over to the complex.
1: Thanks for listening to This is a Place podcast. See you next week.